is, I Know My Faith is Founded. It's the hymn we're going to be taking a look at on this Rumination Tuesday, the first day of October in the year of our Lord, 2019. And I know it's October because it looks like Mark Smith has a mask on. What? Oh, wait a minute. No, that I'm sorry. Those are your earphones. <laughs> Looking forward to Halloween? Uh, no, no, not really. Oh, Looking I forward to Reformation. Reformation Sunday, yes. Oh, is that in October? Yes, that's in October. Last Sunday in October. I thought we celebrated yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to Halloween, too. I always liked Halloween candy. Well, that's right. Yeah. I already asked Louise, have you bought it What's yet? What's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh. You know what the favorite one in the nationwide is said to be? No. Can I say this on the... Sure. Reese Cups. Oh, really? Reese Cups followed soon thereafter by uh, M&M chocolate candy. Oh, yeah. M&M is good. And, uh, and then... S- Close behind, I would suppose, Snickers in there somewhere. Well, as long as it's got chocolate, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I'll tell you. Chocolate is something. I couldn't give up chocolate for a million dollars. How about you? Oh, yes. Could you really? For a million dollars? No, nah, I couldn't give up. Oh, no the, problem. The rest of your life? Oh, absolutely. You could li- give up chocolate yeah, for the rest of your life for a million dollars. Might only be a few days. You know, days. there's certain foods I could not give up for a million bucks. I just couldn't. Well, there are ones I don't want to give up, but my grandmother's you died. Need the money, <laughs> no, my grandmother died, and she can't make cheese pancakes. But when I get to heaven, I'm going to go find her right away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to a lot of meals in heaven. Uh-huh. That's for oh, sure. Oh man, you aren't kidding. Boy, you eat, you eat all you want, and you don't gain weight. Won't that be great? Boy, <laughs> what what verse is that? <laughs> At thy right hand, or your fullness of joys, at thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. That's the best I can do. I can't give you a reference. That's not Louise's favorite verse. It isn't, huh? <laughs> Think about it. Because <laughs> I'm going to be there. <laughs> I know my faith is founded. It was done by Edmund Neumeister, Neumeister. a Hamburg pastor and poet. He was a really strong defender of orthodoxy against pietism. And that's going to be pretty clear when we go through here. Uh, This was uh, first published in 1718, and it was historically used for the first Sunday after Easter. Hmm. And then later on in Lutheran worship, the second Sunday of Easter to be sung after the sermon. I wonder why. I wonder why the second Sunday after Easter. I, you know, I mean, I just... Well, there are so many Easter ones yeah. that would be, you know, better than this, I, I mean, think. this I think of this as a good Reformation hymn. Yes. Yeah, well, it's really a, a pretty good hymn all the time. Right. Yes. And um, we're going to have to be taking a look at it now because we want to see how it takes care of pietism. So, first stanza. I know my faith is founded on Jesus Christ, my God and Lord, and this my faith confessing, unmoved I stand on his sure word. Our reason cannot fathom the truth of God profound, who trusts in human wisdom, relies on shifting ground. God's word is all-sufficient. It makes divinely sure... And trusting in its wisdom, my faith shall rest secure. Boy, this is really an important verse. Mm, isn't it, it sure is, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Uh, I have an idea. You have an idea. 
Yeah, I think this is a, a tremendous verse against what some people call evidential apologetics. Mm, yes. I believe in apologetics, which simply means a defense of the faith. But I can't find anywhere in the Bible, like when Paul is defending the faith, that he's not quoting the Old Testament. Right, right. It's always a quote from the Bible. It's never using reason or this kind of thing. There is a, I can't remember the name of the school. It's a seminary in South United States, and they have this evidential apologetics every year. They always invite me to it. I, I don't go because I know the people who are speaking, and they're trying to use reason to prove that Christianity is rational and reasonable because they're afraid of what I consider to be blind faith. For me, I have blind faith. If the Bible says it, I change my mind. Yeah. I can remember Walt Hoffman saying this. If if the Bible says it, I think he used to say it. If the Bible says it, I believe it, that settles it. That's I right. I remember him saying that. Actually, if you ask me, if the Bible says, that settles it. Yeah, that's you, right. Whether you believe it or not. Yeah. If the yeah. Bible says it, that settles it. Jesus says he's coming back. Well, I don't believe that. Well, that's not going to stop That's not going to stop Oh. Uh, Gabriel, there's some guys down there who don't believe it. I guess I can't go. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, and this is so well done. In fact, we just need to look a little more closely. I know my faith is founded. What is faith? It's not belief that Jesus existed or... The, uh, what is trust trust in his promises. That's it. Wow, you hit that on the head. That's called the gospel. Yeah. And the gospel is that my sins are forgiven. There is no evidence for that except God's word. Except God's word. Exactly, right. Exactly. I mean, how many people can't understand why we allow certain people into the church because they're such sinners? Well, you know, they're looking for evidence that you're no longer an a unbeliever or not being a Christian. And what is it founded on Jesus Christ, my God and Lord. So first of all, God refers to his essence, one essence with the Father. Lord refers to his work. He did the work of a Lord by dying on the cross for our sins, etc. And this my faith confessing. Notice it doesn't say and therefore my works obeying. <laughs> well, that's what a lot of every yeah. other religion in the world believes. Yeah. If you have true faith in their God, then you'll obey their works. Right, right. They're living under the law. They're living under the law. We live... Under grace. Under, under the grace. Gospel. And that's because we're saved by confessing faith, not obedient works. Yeah. And even that faith is a gift of God. Oh, yeah, I was surprised, was it first or second Corinthians I was listening to on the radio as I go around to various churches, and I have a CD, and I was surprised how many times Paul makes that point in there, that we're not saved by works, no, it's by God's grace, and it's through trusting his promises uh, again and again. Unmoved, now get this. Unmoved, I stand on my obedience. 
<laughs> what does it say? Unmoved, I stand on his sure word. Yes. When I when I hear that, I think of that Luther statue out in front of Concordia Seminary. You know, remember when he in that that post, St. Louis that, or Fort yes, Wayne? St. Louis. Okay. The 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 statue in in St. Louis has sure. him standing, uh, and holding the open Bible in his hand. Oh, and he takes that pose that. Uh, God help me, I can't. Uh, yes, I stand on this. Absolutely. I stand on no other. That's right. This is really critical when I'm talking to people in Uber and they say, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. I say, yeah, that's because I'm quoting the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) The Bible doesn't make sense to the world. When are people going to understand that? And there's no way that you can make sense about the Bible. Yeah. Now you say it is logical, though. Yes. It's logical. Uh, I that's a great but, but distinction. not always but not all reasonable not, not always reasonable right no for example that we believe in the Trinity is a logical if you understand what logic right, right. is uh, a equals b b equals c uh, it says the Father is God Jesus is God the Holy Spirit is God right therefore the logic of that is there's three persons one God that's right simple as that yeah but it, it's not but it's not really reasonable. Oh, it's... Yeah. No, no. There, there's hardly anything in the Bible that is Christian faith that is reasonable. Yeah. And for people to try and uh, prove that in order to get people to become Christians is, is nonsense. What's that per- Corinthians passage? Talks about that um, uh, the old Adam is totally ignorant of God's word until he receives the Holy Spirit. What's that passage? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The go on. I thought you were going to take it. Take it with me now. No, no. I, I was thinking of the <laughs> Hebrews passage. Uh, oh, uh huh. You know what faith is? Is where God created the world out of nothing. Ah, this, this kind of thing. That's right. And so also, what faith is is simply the word of God to a world that cannot believe it. And that's why you need to have the Holy Spirit create faith in a person's heart. And that can, cannot come about. Look, look at this next line. This is really good. Our reason cannot fathom the truth of God profound. You see, a lot of people think yeah, that... Who wants a God that you can completely fathom and comprehend? Yes. I mean, what kind of God would that be? As I listen to a bunch of these evidential apologetics, they're trying to prove the history of the Bible, which is a waste of time. Because, okay, let's say you could prove that Jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead. Then you would now be equal to the unbelieving Pharisees. They believed he died on the cross. They were there. They believe he rose from the dead. It was a trick of Beelzebub in the same way he rose Lazarus from the dead. They even say that. And they paid the soldiers to lie about it because they're not going to join in with Satan. And that's how they understood that to come. So apart from faith, there's no history. Jesus did all the miracles. And it was kind of interesting. The miracles, I can't find one that ever led someone to a conversion. Well, it's like uh, it's like Jesus said 
uh, in that story of uh, the rich man and Lazarus, he said, if yes. they don't believe Moses and the prophets, well said. neither will they believe if someone were to rise from the dead. So why waste time trying to prove that Jesus rose from the dead? Well, is there any merit at all? Is there any merit at all in archaeology, unearthing? Oh, I, I, you know, I believe that. that yeah. That's, yes, you know, yes. Like they say, the Hittites. You know, they say that it used to be the Hittites would be mention of the Hittites would be would re, cause laughter you know all Hittites that's like talking about the munchkins and yeah as though they never existed until all of a sudden I yeah, think sometime in the early 1900s that turned over a spade of dirt and they found this vast civilization of the Hittites well where archaeology helps I remember Meyer remember they thought they found the dead bones of Jesus uh-huh and the the name even of Jesus was on there and because of his work in archaeology, he said many people were called Jesus in those days. Uh-huh. You know, and there was no indication at all that it was the right cross or anything. Yeah. So he used history from archaeology to disprove that. Uh-huh. So I, I don't have any problem with that kind yeah. of apologetics. And they found, uh, I think they found Caiaphas's family oh, too. Oh, Pontius Pilate they Pontius found. Pontius Pilate, they oh. found uh, rem, uh, remnants of uh, evidence and, of him. And then in the Old Testament, David... Uh, they found parts of, uh, not parts of David, but, you know, indications of him. So I don't have any problem with archaeological kinds of things to show. Uh, for example, Sodom and Gomorrah, it appears that they were destroyed by a volcano, but there's no volcanoes yeah. in the area. I never will forget Dr. Martin Charlotte. You know, God bless him. He's oh, such yes. a wonderful professor. I remember somebody asking him, do you, do you ever think they'll find the ark? Do you ever think they'll find Noah's ark? He says, I hope they never find it. Yeah. <laughs> because he, uh, you know, he... Well he said. I hope they never find it because, you know, our faith is not based on uh, evidence, as you say, but on... on uh, I actually trusting. went to a lecture at uh, a Presbyterian college here in St. Louis where a man said he had a part of the ark. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I've seen, thing. yeah, I've seen yeah. pictures of that, too. Boy, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> even if it were true, so what? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, an elephant can't fit on that. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have no problems with the ark in Kentucky that they made. Uh, right. Oh, because yeah. Because it's to size. Sure. Answers a lot of questions that, sure. that some people have. So... I don't mind answering questions from Christians. I mind trying to use evidence for unbelievers. Mm -hmm. Because the only thing that converts them is the the word of God. The truth of God profound. Because if you rely on human wisdom, you're relying on shifting shifting ground. ground. Exactly. Yeah, I always say this. Because they say, well, what do you do with these great philosophers who came to faith by using reason? I said, this is a policy I have. However you think you came to faith, that's how you try and get other people to come to faith. So, like for many Baptists, they came to faith because they invited Christ into their heart. So they begin telling people they need to invite Christ, which is ridiculous. It's false teaching. So the way you think you came to faith, how do you think you came to faith? By baptism. Exactly. And that's why we encourage our newborn children to be baptized. That's right. Uh, God's word is all sufficient, it says. It makes divinely sure. And trusting in its wisdom 
my faith shall rest secure. See, what what a difference in... I don't know how you do catechism, but when I do catechism, like when we go through the Apostles' Creed, I make a point in showing that every phrase is a quote from a Bible verse. Right, that's right. And so if you ask me, well, what does that mean, descend into hell? It means what the Bible verse says. And it's not referring to the hell he experienced on the cross, no, uh-uh. but later after his resurrection, he descended into hell and proclaimed victory. Right. And um, that kind of thing. So it's really pretty easy to do catechism if you recognize where the words are. Uh, recently, and I sent this out to people who re- requested it, it's for free. I did the Athanasian Creed. I took every phrase. Oh, wow. And I have Bible yeah, verses seen that. behind that. Yes. Yeah, I know I gave you a copy. All right. Stanza two. Increase my faith, dear Savior, for Satan seeks by night and day to rob me of this treasure and take my hope of bliss away. But, Lord, with you beside me, I shall be undismayed, and led by your good spirit, I shall be unafraid. Abide with me, O Savior, a firmer faith bestow, then I shall bid defiance to every evil foe. You see, what are we asking God to increase is our faith. That's right. Because that's how we fight against Satan. I mean, if Satan comes to me and... I mean, you're seeing it everywhere in the newspaper. They just discover that now the world is 5 billion years old in order to account for things. And what, what they don't realize is when God created the earth, all these mountains were already it in place. It was a fully functioning yes. universe. Everything was in place. Yeah, and you, you know, didn't have to wait for volcanoes to make mountains yeah. or anything. You probably already had stalactites and stalagmites well, in, had. in the caves. In and the it, ground, and oil. And, and the paths of light reaching us from the stars. That was all in That's place. That's really important to understand. Yeah. Because they say the stars are so far away, it would take millions of yeah. years to reach Earth. No, it took about two seconds. Yeah, it's like when he created Adam and Eve. They weren't... That's right. We weren't little, little babies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were fully, fully functioning human beings. And, and people just... Now, see, that's using the Bible against human reason of a bad science. That's called scientism. It's really not true science because they can't test it. They can't repeat it. They're just guessing at these millions of years, especially since the discovery of DNA. Yeah, oh boy. Because that has changed everything. Oh, sure. So, third verse. In faith, Lord, let me serve you, though persecution grieve... Oh, through... Wait a minute. In faith, Lord, let me serve you, though persecution, grief, and pain should seek to overwhelm me. Let me a steadfast trust retain. And then at my departure, Lord, take me home to you, your riches to inherit, as all you said holds true. In life and death, Lord, keep me until your heaven I gain, where I, by your great mercy, the end of faith attain. That one phrase is interesting. (laughs) Until your heaven I gain. Yes. Now, normally yes, when yes. you think of gaining something, yeah. that means you earned it. Yes. But the phrase right before it, 
in life and death, Lord, keep me. Yes, right. So we gain, it would be like saying uh, when I was a kid, I was like going to McDonald's and I would, I could say, well, I gained to go to McDonald's today. Well, I didn't do anything. My parents made the decision. They drove me. They paid for the food and everything. <laughs> so understanding this conception that God is the person who gives us everything, then we know that our faith is founded. This is really an important... No, notice the category it's under in the hymnal. The Word of God. Yes. The Word of God. It's always timely. In know. fact, what's the hymn right after this hymn? Jesus loves me, this I know. And what's the I'm next phrase? I'm not even phrase? sure. Did, was that in the Lutheran hymnal? Was that in the old I don't Lutheran? think so. I don't think it was. And what, what's the phrase right after it? Uh, for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you have no understanding of the love of God apart from the Bible. You can't reason a person into it or whatever. A lot of people would like to point to creation and see how beautiful it is. Well, I just saw uh, a really good uh, thing on uh, tsunamis. Oh, yeah. Boy. And the other thing's volcanoes. You won't guess. Oh, man. What state has more volcanoes than all the other states put together? Is it, now there's a huge one, there's a huge one in Wyoming. No. Nope. Isn't that, isn't that right? No. Nope. Alaska? Yes. Oh, Very yeah. Very good. Yeah. Alaska. Well, they had, I remember, you know, they have earthquakes up there once in a while and that sort of thing. Yeah, oh, I, I believe that. Sure. Huge. Yeah, they have almost 50 earthquakes a day. Is that right? Now, some of them aren't very big, yeah. but some of them destroyed cities. They oh, had, sure. Uh, I remember when that photos. took place on Good Friday. Oh, no, really? Back in the 60s, yes. I Boy. remember. Yeah. Well, the big one, Japan during Christmas. Oh, boy. The tsunami. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was something. Boy. And people were not aware of it. Ooh. And... Uh, Those tsunamis are... Oh, oh well, yeah, where we lost massive. some of our missionaries... Yeah. With the the one that went through the uh, uh, Indian Ocean, right, right, yeah, and, and see, they had no warning systems up there. Yeah, it just dumped over a train. A whole train was just. Well, that's where the president of the Lutheran yeah. Church and his wife was killed. Right in that train, yeah. and, and uh, they, I saw it on YouTube. They had an excellent summary of it and uh, pictures and everything. It was really something. Your church is at. Prince of Peace Lutheran Church is located just south of the Watson and New Sappington Road intersection in Crestwood, 8646 New Sappington Road. And we have services Saturday evening at 5 p.m. and uh, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. And then the Bible study at? Bible study right after church about 1030. We're studying the, the ministry. Well, it's about time. Yeah, right. Uh, you've been in it long enough. And you better <laughs> yeah. learn about it a little bit. That's eh? right. Although, 40, 40 years. Yeah, but it's something you may be retiring uh, from. That is soon. true. Yeah. End of this calendar year. That's right. Yep. Well, um, but you'll still be coming on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, if you will. You betcha. And yeah. I'll pay you the same. That's right. You. Oh, yeah. I, I was hoping you were going to double or triple my pay. Well, I, I can quadruple it. <laughs> Won't make any difference to me. Fine with me. <laughs> but I'm doing my income tax we haven't gone to Steak and Shake, you, oh, me, I know. and Reimnitz, and Kelso for a time. I got coupons for Steak and Shake. Yes, my wife gave me some, too. Tomorrow's Law and Gospel is going to be Bible study.
And we haven't quite decided which one we're going to do, but join with us tomorrow for a Bible study. Weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962.